a.k.a. the sweet, sassy goddess, or saucy, or the redhead goddess. What name are you going by today? Um, sassy. Sassy? Okay, I, I like it. Or saucy. I know when saucy. I was... <laughs> saucy. The sauciest. When I was introduced to you, that's how you were introduced as a saucy. So I feel like it's only right that I continue to call you saucy. Mm-hmm. I'm like half and half sometimes. It depends on the day. Or if somebody makes me mad, I'm going to be stressed and come out. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that makes sense. You know, if somebody makes you mad, a little bit of sass has to come out. But I feel like we have to check people sometimes. You know, we got to let them know what's up. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Absolutely. When it comes out, that put the toes on, literally. Oh yeah, um, most definitely. How, how do you how do you control the sassiness from coming out? Like, what's your your, your way of staying positive? Like, what do you mean? Just the way of being in general. Yeah, in general, sure. I mean, honestly, I've always been so positive, even in, like, bad situations. I just turn around, and some people like to be self-pity on themselves, being negative about it. I say, when it's, like, bad situations, I don't look at it as negative, because sometimes it's a good thing to change who you are as a positive person, if that makes sense. It really does make sense, actually. And, you know, my my viewpoint in life in general is very similar. I feel like a lot of times when a negative thing happens, people, they might be down on themselves or they may not know how to deal with the situation. But in, in my perspective, I feel like a lot of times negative things happen to people for a reason. And there's always a positive within it, even though sometimes it's kind of hard to see at the the moment in time when you're angry or dealing with the emotions of the negative experience. But there's always something good within it because it's like, it's just a moment. That negative moment in your life, that's literally all it is, is just a moment. And you know, we're, we're going to wake up the next day and we may not even think about it. Or if we do, you know, we may not think about it the next week. Or if we do, we may not think about it the next month. Like life always just goes on. It's something that I learned. Mine was coming from them, from all the stuff that I've had happen. And I don't know what, I just had this conversation with somebody not too long ago. I just, I don't know what happened, but my, I just send the mindset around and we might not know what the what the reasoning behind it until maybe later on, but we're gonna look back and oh, maybe that's why that happened in order for this to happen. Yeah, so oh, absolutely. That. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I was on your IG not too long ago and I see that in your bio that you're pretty open about being um 
death, correct? Mm-hmm. How long have you uh, been dealing with being deaf? Since I was born. Oh wow! So it's it's so it's very normal for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like the only child in the family that's deaf too. Word, yeah, and I feel like that's a you know in in a way I'm sure it's been a blessing in a lot of ways too. And like, oh would you yeah. Agree? But that's that's all I know is being deaf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still learning to step down to the stage. Because I yeah. need to wear a new nose for... I want to stay till I was about 20. And then I got the implant until I was 21. So technically, when I started getting there, that's when things are really picking up with the sound that I've never even heard of. Even my own voice. Wow. When when was the first time you heard your own voice? When I got my in- implant turned on. Wow. So at the age was, of 20? I think I was 21 at the time. Oh, my goodness. That is... Uh... That's incredible. Like, what what was your, like, feeling of emotion at the time? I remember sitting in the office, and he turned it on. My mom was in front of me, and he was behind me. And I turned it on, and, I, and he started talking, and I'm like, uh, Mom, I can hear myself talking. <laughs> like, I knew I could talk before, but, like, it wasn't, like, the sound that I'm not used to hearing. Right. It was it was a whole different world of my mom. And she just lost it when I said <laughs> that. Did you did you have like a uh like a moment of um like it must have been like some some tears of joy at that time too. Oh <laughs> like I'm missing all these years. I'm I'm doing a lot of like tucking up to do. Right. Yeah, no that's that's an incredibly uh, special moment to share right there. Because, I mean, I think that a lot of things in life we probably take for granted. And you don't really realize it until, you know, you either lose it or, you know, maybe like meet somebody like yourself. When you hear a story like that, it's like, that's incredible, you know? I mean, I've, I've seen it all over on Instagram, like the babies putting the hearing on, like now she's, they're like smiling and I can understand that. So they can hear. But now you have to hear say that. But like hearing my own voice, I was just like, right. wow. So like, what about like music, you know? What kind of music do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I move it all the time, all the time. Uh, probably, um, it's like everything, except for Streamo. I can't do Streamo. No. Streaming. That's all I hear is just them streaming. I'm just like, no, no, not for me. Right. <laughs> but, but I'm not really picky. If I like a song, I like it. I'm 
most timeless one on on the videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. No, and I that... put it on full blast though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Volume to the point where I can feel my vibrations in my chest. Oh. <laughs> That's how loud I want it to be. Does your uh, friends and family ever tell you, "Hey, turn it down a little bit"? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help it. I'm dumb. <laughs> I love the I sense of humor. Bubble all the time because I was sleeping in the middle of the night, just because I'm a night owl. Right. And I would go down the living room and watch TV, and I'd have it at like my level, and I would get in trouble because I know when I'm up because the volume is so loud, and they're like, "Just to that now." Right. <laughs> No, that's that's very funny right there. I love your sense of humor. That's that's awesome. Do people ever tell you that you have a great sense of humor? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do all that funny. I'm like, I know. I can be funny. <laughs> okay, hey, that's a great quality to Yeah, no, that's a great quality to have right there. I like that tattoo you have on your foot. What does that say? Strength. Strength. Ah, I love that. What? What made you want to get a tattoo that says strength on the top of your foot? Um, because well, I specifically had it on this one because it leads to my heart. And my yeah. heart is on the right side. It leads to your, your heart? On the right side, yeah. Really? So uh-huh. So the right side of our body leads to our heart? It's not on the left like a normal person. Oh, your heart is on the right side. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's incredible to know. Yep. That's why I have it on the right side because I've gone through a lot of stuff with that too. Yeah, no, one one could only imagine. Yeah. So that that has a lot of meaning behind it right there too. And were you in foot modeling already when you got that tattoo? No, actually not. I bet you get a lot of compliments about it now. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) That's awesome right there. How long have you been into foot modeling? I think it's been four years, I think, now. Wow. That's been 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 a good amount of time then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been up and down and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I love it. Yeah, well what is your favorite thing about foot modeling? Just the interaction with you know, my customers and clients and my fans obviously too. That they don't, um, you know, buy from me. They still support me. Yeah. Yeah, Especially, it's a good. You know, going yeah, it's a good feeling to to have you know people in your corner who support you, isn't it? Oh yes, so that's what makes it keep going in this community too. Yeah. To have yeah. The support. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I like having fun too with 
you know, making content for everybody, too, and costumes. That's what makes it more fun, is because you actually enjoy doing it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, like, all of the, the customs, they, they have some interesting requests, and it's like role play almost, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's like I've always been into, you know, my feet and I was paying attention to it before I even got the geek community about it. I just, I like getting my feet touched and like the gentleness of it. It makes me go to sleep. Plus, I just want to make people like massage their hair. Well, that's how it feels for me when I get my feet touched. Oh, yeah, no, I could only imagine. In especially like with you, I feel being that most of your life you weren't able to hear, like your your feeling senses is probably like intensified, right? Mm-hmm. Like through the roof, yeah. Wow, that's that's interesting to know. And so now that you can hear with the help of the the hearing aid and the the implant, um, do you still maintain that level of sensory with the touches and the feeling? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's all I've ever known. Right. So I had to like rely on that for a long time. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's incredibly interesting, right there. So I think when I just started hearing thing. I don't think it ever like goes away. It's just always that I still be there because that's all I know. Yeah, I hear you. Do you do you like to read or anything like that? Yes, I do. What's your favorite kind of books? Uh of course romantic. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> the typical Yeah. And sometimes I like the, um, um, the crime too. Crime? The scary one, kind of. Yeah. So you like you like the the mystery of the mm-hmm. the crime? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm the same. I used to watch a lot of CSI. Oh my god! <laughs> I grew up watching that. Because that's what my mom would watch all the time, too. She you watched. know the Miami one with Horatio and that Mike mm-hmm. Rodriguez guy? Yeah, that was a good one. I don't even really miss those anymore. They're not the same anymore. Yeah, I think they stopped filming that one a while back. But, I mean, they had so many seasons. And, I mean, I watched a lot of it at a certain point anyways. That's why I think there was, like, what is it, 20 seasons? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many, but that sounds about right. I mean, there were short episodes, though, you know, like what, like 30 minutes a piece? Yeah, and you don't buy them, like, real quick, and it's like, oh, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> but they knew how to, like, get you to want to watch the next one. Like, they always kept you coming back, you know? That's what they make you do every time. <laughs> and you don't want to stop, and you want to know. Yeah, most definitely. What what's your favorite show right now? Are you watching anything? Uh right now is um Love Island the 
um, I don't think it's Australia, the UK one. The reason why I'm watching that one because they started showing this one girl on this. She has an implant. Oh. And I was like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, because you, so you can relate with her, yeah. I relate to it, so I'm like, I gotta watch this. And she started, when she showed up, she told everyone that she wanted to tell everyone that she's deaf and she said that she's, she called her implant her superpower. And I love that. Wow. No, I love that too. So she says her implant is her superpower. Yes. And she wanted to tell everyone that she's deaf and she, and that would take a lot of courage knowing there's a bunch of strangers she doesn't know and she had to tell them because she was gonna live with them for I think three months, two months. I don't remember what it was. But yeah. yeah, no, that's interesting. I'll, I'll have to check that one out. And I, I, I love it when people, you know, describe, you know, things that other people would look at as a disability, but to them, you know, it's their superpower. And, you know, and I know not everyone wants to just tell people because they're afraid, but that's not the case with me. So I'd rather tell people and not make myself look like a fool. No, I I think I think that's a part of the the word strength and what it means to you, you know, like being brave and strong enough to be able to talk to people about your experiences and what you've gone through and especially like you know, showing that you you have the confidence to to be yourself and you know, you do foot modeling. I think that's incredibly inspiring and a lot of people will look at you and feel inspired, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, like something that I realized that's in regards to that is that when you are open about the things that you're open about, you, you also find that there's a whole nother world of people who are experiencing the same thing and they need somebody like you who you know is open about it and you know talking about it because you know if you weren't doing that then you know people would not be able to find people to relate with you know and i bet you people have messaged you and and told you you know like they they needed they needed you at the moment they came across your page have you ever received something like that Yeah, I think so, yeah. Cause I have um you no know, I have my regular friend Lesnar friend, my deaf friend, so I've had had my friend tell me the same thing what you just said. Yeah. I um I'll tell you a little a little bit about something um I don't really talk about very often. It's um something that I have with my eyes my eyes are very nearsighted and because of it, my, my vision, I see a lot of what they call floaters. I don't know if you know what floaters are. I've heard of it. I just have heard someone say the same thing. 
kind of like the in they look like the floating yeah yeah it's almost like little little black dots or clear dots that are floating around your your field of vision and it almost seems like a bug is flying by or you know just something that's very distracting and um for a moment in time it was like bothering me a lot right and i still get them but like i i kind of just like try not to think about them now that's kind of how i deal with it but um something that i learned was that um by me being vocal about it there's a lot of people out there that you know might be wondering what it is themselves and they might then be able what, to what is that yeah exactly and so one day i decided to go on youtube and talk about it and the, the channel still exists actually like people can go and find it like before i was doing this plenty of feed podcast and or any of the podcasts that i i did or have done um i was doing a channel called world of floaters and it was basically me just describing my experience with eye floaters and what i do to cope with eye floaters and just like a lot of a lot of positive thinking type of dialogue that i would speak about and I was uploading it on YouTube. And like I said, it's still there. People can go and find it. But what I noticed is that there's a ton of people that, you know, are, you know, looking for people to relate with. And by me being vocal about the issues that I deal with, a lot of people, you know, reached out and said, you know, like I really needed somebody um, to relate with about this. And, you know, I don't feel alone anymore because of this channel and it really it really showed me like there's never any shame in the things that we go through and you know if we're open about it and talk about it we'll learn that this world there's so many people in this world and more than likely there's somebody experiencing something very similar to what you know you experience yeah because like you said a lot of people might not even know what what that is until that came across your uh, channel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I heard of it. I just didn't know exactly what what it was. Yeah. I think at one point my dad said the same thing when he was trying to get his eyes shut. He said something about floating, and I said, what's that? And now yeah. that you mentioned that, it sounds the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people experience it, too, and... Um, usually, however, they don't um, experience it until later on in life, like in their 50s or 60s, because the eyes, they start to degenerate a little bit. And the vitreous, the lining of the, the eye starts to disconnecting a little bit. And so pieces of skin pretty much start breaking off into the vitreous of the eye. And the, what the vitreous is, and now I'm giving you a whole eye lesson right now. Um, what the vitreous is, it's like the liquid that fills our eyes. And it's, it's kind of like um, it's it's just like a, a clear liquid that our eye produces, and it, that's what our eye is f- filled with, basically. And so, skin just pretty much breaks apart and starts floating around in there, and it crosses our our retinas, and it starts looking like something is just floating around in there. Um, but like I said, like usually, typically, people didn't experience it until later in life. But however. A lot of people are experiencing it now um, at younger ages, like anywhere from like 15 through 30. And, you know, there's really no studies about it. And people are wondering, like, nope, nope, there's no cure for it. And so that's what drives people crazy. Like 
a lot of people, they'll message me on the Instagram that I have for that channel. And, you know, there's a lot of messages I haven't even got to because it's just. There's so many of them. Yeah. There's so many of them. And, you know, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, like there's only so much that I could tell people, you know, and uh, and it just gets really repetitive after a while. And, you know, I'm just like. You know, I, I kind of don't want to think about it myself because that's kind of how I cope with it. Like, I want to help other people and everything. But I started realizing, like, man, maybe I should, you know, just focus on what I find fun. And the kind of content that I want to make is not the content that is going to remind me about the things that bother me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because you don't want to be, like, kind of, like, self-pity in a way. You don't want to be constantly reminded, oh, I have this, you know, I'm going to keep talking about this. But exactly. Exactly. Not that there's nothing wrong with talking about it, but like after so long, it's just like, no. Well, yeah, and a lot of people, they'll message me about how depressed they are and, and things like that. And I'm just like, you know, like I feel bad for them. But in the same breath, it's, uh, you know, I, I hope I hope that they they you know, find some happiness, but, there's, you know. There's ways of, you know, kind of not be kind of fist of depression and, like, exactly. You know, there's therapy, you know, there's not just therapy, there's other ways. Yep, yep. Um, unfortunately, some people do like being depressed, you know. That's I, true. I, I've noticed that. They love themselves. Yeah, that is true. Some people do like that. And, you know, I'm not here to judge nobody, but, you know, if I were to give anybody some kind of advice that like I could stick behind and stand behind would be, you know, like just try your best to, to do things that make you happy and, you know, not think about the things that make you upset because that's what depression is at the end of the day. It's, it's just, the inability to, you know, move your mind to the next subject to, you know, focus on the things that make you happy, you know, like the depression. It's all about is, changing your mindset too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and we all deal with depression from time to time, you know, like I, even myself, you know, I, I have my depressing days, but I, but I don't, I don't want to like put that off on other people either, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll 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 go and do something that will get my mind off of it. Like for me, it's like going to the gym, <laughs> or eating something delicious. <laughs> One of the two. Oh yes, yeah, the comfort food. Yes. <laughs> are are you a foodie? Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me about it. What's your favorite Every food? Every time I go live, people yell at me. They're like, "Here we go, she's here again." Let's try to stand up for that food. <laughs> That's hilarious. What, and what's if your I'm not, I eat it. They're like, Sassy, why are you not eating? <laughs> um, you just missed it by five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your favorite kind of food? <sighs> well, juicy is number one. What did, what did you say? Juicy. Juicy? Sushi. Sushi. Gotcha. 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 
I'm like, juicy what? Like, oh my goodness, where? <laughs> like, it could be pizza, you know, pizza. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like peaches too. I like peaches too. Yeah, I like oh, sushi. I can't get enough of it. Sushi? Yes. What? I hear you. I love sushi too. I like, I like dragon rolls, spider rolls. I'm not in the point like I like them all except for the spicy ones. I don't like the spicy one or the the fried one. I don't really care for the fried one. So you like the the raw sushis? Oh yes, give it all to me raw. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Oh, sh- oh, what are we talking about here? No, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I like, I like no soy sauce though. I like it just plain. What so no wasabi either? Oh god, no. You're missing out. Wasabi is so good. Oh my dad loves <laughs> wasabi and I was like and I always done those little packets and give them the rest. I was like, nope, nope, not me, you should not have them done. Okay, so time out for for twenty dollars, would you eat a quarter size of wasabi. No. All right. <laughs> so you wouldn't even do it for money. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I remember having the tiniest bit and my mouth was on fire. Yeah. I, wasabi is a is a weird... I don't even know what it is. Like a, a plant? It, it must come from a plant, right? No, but it, it does look like a clay to me. Hold on, let's Google this. Where does wasabi come from? So we're gonna learn on the podcast today. All right, everybody. Okay. Okay. Wasabi is a botanical spice which is native to Japan. The term wasabi is derived from the Japanese term wasabi, and Japonica comes from Japonicus, meaning of Japan. So the fact that the plant is native to Japan is really brought to life in the scientific name. So it's made out of rhizomes, okay? And apparently, this is a horseradish plant of the mustard family. And And a pungent or a pungent pungent there we go pungent paste made of its brown rhizomes rhizomes the plant is native to japan okay so it looks kind of like a root basically and so they just kind of mash it up from what it looks like the horseradish sounds i had that before it has that same taste family yeah Um, but the the crazy thing about this wasabi plant or whatnot is that uh it's like not even like a spice it's just like i don't know like it goes through like your whole sinus system you know like it clears it out yeah, almost. The, it's like your stanchion it's like the whole face is like almost on fire too yeah yeah it's it's weird but i don't know like just a little bit of it it tastes really good to me anyways and what i do when i eat sushi is i i put some soy sauce in 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 a bowl, a little bowl or whatever, you know the ones that they give you, the little ones. Mm-hmm. And then I get a little pinch of the wasabi and I mix it in the soy sauce. Just a little spice to it. Yep, yep. And then and then I'll so I'll 
I'll then dip the sushi in the soy sauce that has wasabi in it. And I'll have a little bit of ginger, you know, the little ginger things they give you Mm -hmm. too. And then I'll eat the sushi and eat a ginger. I don't know. It just tastes delicious. Does it balance it out? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it does, actually. And I think that's the point. Maybe that's why they dip the ginger. I think so. I think that's exactly why. Let's see. Why do they give you ginger with wasabi? All right, let's Google this. Wasabi is used. All right, wasabi is used to give your sushi the extra kick. Pickled ginger has a very mild taste and a soothing flavor, which can help you get past the burn of the wasabi. Mm. Yeah. So that's exactly why they give you ginger. Maybe you should try it. Wow. There you have it. You you came to the Poff Pod thinking that you're going to talk just about feet. And little did you know, we're learning about wasabi Uh and ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I wonder, I thought maybe they just did it to you because that's what the thing in the culture, which it is, but I didn't know. But you yeah. have a little dressing. Well, giving ginger to you because of the fact that the wasabi don't eat the tree. hmm Yeah. I know. I see what you mean. Yeah. I thought it was that for a while, too. Like, it was more of like a, a decorative piece. Yeah. Like, just oh, just because, you know, some people like to eat ginger for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, you know, we haven't done a foot marshal yet. Shall we do a foot marshal? Yeah. All right, so let's do it. All right, y'all. So we got Queen Riri on the podcast right now. IG is sweet dot sassy goddess, just like it sounds. S W E E T dot S A S S Y G O D D E S S. And on Twitter, Redhead X Goddess. R E D H E A D X G O D D E S S. And if you have not already, make sure you subscribe to the channel, press the like button. You can also visit www.daddygoods.com where I will be posting updates on the podcast. The podcast now drops every Tuesday and Friday at 11 a.m. PST. All pre-recorded episodes now, so you know it is what it is. That's how we're moving right now. And we got the amazing Queen Riri on the podcast, so you know you gotta show her some love too. Make sure you follow her and all that good stuff. You know. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. So, tell me. What kind of uh, what kind of content have you been working on lately? I'm working on like doing like orange and theme, pink hot pink theme with orange. That's why I'm wearing like all the hot pink outfit right now with the orange tone. I like that color. That's a nice color. I haven't done neon orange and it's been like two years, I think. Maybe even three. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's way before, you know, the whole, the whole, the, pand- pand- the pandemic. 
Wait, so you kept you keep it that color year round? Oh no no. I mean I haven't done the only since before the pandemic oh, started. Okay. So I just started going back bring it. been that long. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. No, that's a good color. I feel like that is like the color that um it probably like it complements you very well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the compliment was really well with Ken Gen too because it's so like bright too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Good. I I compliment one the um darker colors during the fall time, especially you no know, black. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you can't. You so you don't like, like the color black. Yes. It's like the go-to. Every time? Most of the time, yes. Most of the time. Don't mind the dog. <laughs> what kind of dog do you got? I'm not, I'm not watching for my cousin. It's the chocolate lab. Oh, chocolate lab. I used to have a chocolate lab growing up, actually. Let me guess. Is the one that you had one with something else? Um, well, he, he, he used to run away a lot, so... <laughs> Pretty good. She she'll have to take off and then she'll come back within maybe 10, 15 minutes. Like it's yeah. no good deal. Yeah, no, this dog he used to just like take off and we'd have to like either go find him or he'd end up at the at the dog pound. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He was a naughty, naughty dog. And he was just uh just all over the place, but he, he was cool though for the most part you know he wasn't like a violent dog or you know he wasn't he wasn't he bad in trouble other than running away a lot just running away a lot yeah yeah definitely but I, I, I the labs are like more of a hunter maybe that's why he's always running away yeah yeah no you're right that's actually what people usually would get a lab a chocolate lab for is um like duck hunting or you know, like I don't and know if you. She would pray. bring like, like all kinds of weird bones that she would find in the woods. Like one time she brought in like, I I don't know, it was like something from a deer, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Know, the lights went out. What, and then that, and then she has like the antlers now. Oh goodness. I'm like, oh, I say, what you find it? Right, right. Yeah, no, labs are interesting. I got a pug now. <laughs> he just snor- he snores so loud too. I don't know, I'm used to it. I can't really deal with snoring like if uh mama goods were to be snoring, but um, for oh, some reason, I know. <laughs> well, for, tell you for that one. Hey, she's she used to be a snorer, she got better, but she used to snore a lot. I'm like, girl, you snore a lot, and she'd be like, no, I don't. And a couple times I recorded her snoring, <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, I do snore. 
Yeah, but I don't know. She it hasn't been bad lately, so you know, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy about that. But She's now, like, my, why is snoring weird? You, you snore? Very little. Someone told me. Um, my friend had told me you you wee when you snore. I'm like, what? <laughs> wee? Yeah, you wee when you snore. It's like very lightly. I'm like, well then, how does it sound? She's like, he. <laughs> he. <laughs> That's hilarious. She said, like Michael Jackson, huh? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm yeah, a, but for no reason. To have somebody to record my story now in the next time. Yeah, yeah. Um. For some reason, though, my my pug when he snores, it doesn't bother me. Like it almost is like a soothing type of thing for me. ASMR. I don't know if it's ASMR, but when he snores, it could put me to sleep. Yeah, and it's definitely ASMR for you. Maybe, yeah, maybe, and maybe it's like a a frequency that dogs put out and when they snore that like makes you fall asleep. I'm thinking. I don't know. It could be. That's why they say like. Someone like the rain falls. You know how some people like to fall asleep the rain and all that stuff. That's how. Yeah. Like yeah. The sound yeah. Of your dog. The It could be that. Um. I. I think that animals they have certain frequencies to the sounds they make that can be soothing to humans, and they say that's why Egyptian people they used to keep cats around. So if you ever see a lot of Egyptians, there's images of them with cats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they say that the reason why they kept cats around was because when they purr, it let off a frequency that would be like a healing type of frequency for human bodies. And I found that interesting. I have a cat and he purrs a lot of the <laughs> See? I See? I think the reason she's very, very, very upset with me. I've never met a cat like him before because she's, I'm not kidding you. She follows me everywhere I go. I'm talking like this far away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I'm talking to go to the bathroom, he follows me out of dead sleep. That's <laughs> just with me. Now. And I told my mom, I'm like, why, why do you think he's the way he is like that. I just, I sometimes think he thinks that there's like sensitive something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm, my my heart condition, and I think that's why he's always attacking me all the time. Yeah. Because you know some animals do certain certain things. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely do. So there's a documentary right now on Netflix, and it's about cats. And on one of the episodes, they talk about how cats are actually inherently huge empaths and they can sense when there's something going on with their owners and they know when there's something that's not right. And so that would make sense. You know, they got something that they they know about us. And I I think a lot of it has to do with frequencies as like odd as it sounds. I really think that's what it is. That's why. They used to they used to have um, dolphins 
they used to do water births with dolphins around because they say that dolphins are able to sense um like like things that are going on with the baby inside the belly yeah it's just baby yeah yeah so you know <laughs> there, there's no there's no uh mystery about it you know like animals they are a lot more intelligent than we may even know i mean look at octopuses right like octopuses are incredibly intelligent did you know that they look they're really weird looking though they are weird looking but they're very very smart even orcas. Orcas, one of the most intelligent species. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have amazing memory, too. But, yeah, I, I mean, just, I, I come to realize that since I thought it could see the, just sort of strength of being upset with me, but then I realized maybe that's why it's always a costume, because she's something there's something wrong with me. That's not normal. It could be it. That could be it. So she's always like the You have a good cat. You have a good cat. Even though turning the butt sometimes. <laughs> I call him fatty, so he likes to eat food. <laughs> is it is he like Garfield or what? Um mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't feed the lasagna, do you? I've had people tell them that, yeah, this dog's here like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he, I, I'm not even dying. He probably eats like 10 meals a day. Wow, 10 meals a day? That is got to be a huge cat. He's huge. That's hilarious. He's probably well, like at least 20 pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Sassy, um, how about we uh, we do one more foot commercial before we get off the podcast, and then um, we'll we'll do our piecing out. Sounds good. Shout out to Saucy. Hey, we appreciate everybody who is tuning into the podcast right now. Check it out. Look, make sure you go to www.daddygoods.com and enter your email and all that so you get updates whenever I drop a new podcast. That is where you can find updates on the podcast. And of course, you know, on the Instagrams and Twitters and places like that most definitely so do that as well and don't forget to follow queen riri sweet sassy goddess on ig and twitter i got it on the screen so you can see how to spell it and all that good stuff and also in the description of this podcast on youtube so make sure you smash the like button and subscribe as well well sassy thank you so much for being on the pof pod i appreciate that thank you for having me absolutely absolutely it was my pleasure and um you know maybe we can do it again in the future absolutely
Absolutely. I'd be down for that. All right. Sounds good to me. Is there anything you would like to tell everybody before we got off the podcast today? Always be positive. No matter what. That's a good message right there. Thank you for that. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the podcast, and we will catch you next time. Don't go anywhere.